Imagine you wake up and it's another day in the forest. You got your mossy little bed, your little tree home, because you're a fucking gnome. Ooh, welcome back to Deals and Scams. My name is Owen. My name, my is, name is My name is Say. Oh, sorry. I fucked God up. God damn it. All right, all right. We'll that's do it fine. Time. That was kind we'll of an intro anyway. I really only said like four things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. too excited. All right. I think we're ready. That was pretty fun. All right. This week's deal is Ammonite Shyamalan. Oh, shit, dude. The director. The famous director, M. Night Shyamalan. So I have a question for you guys. Have you guys seen any M. Night Shyamalan movies? I know you've seen yes. at least a few. Um, well, the, the big question is which M. Night Shyamalan movies have we seen? I have to l- actually look up because I've definitely seen, oh, the, what about aliens signs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Good start. Good start. How about you, Wayne? I've seen the last airbender. I've seen that too. Right. It sucks. It's very bad. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to give you a quick, a very, very quick run through of his, his career. So he started okay. off with, uh, with the sixth cent, the sixth cent. Sense, I can't say it. The Sixth Sense in 1999. Uh-huh. Uh, he did Unbreakable, both of which were very well received, right? Oh my we God, got... by, with Kimmy Sch- Schmidt? No. <laughs> no, no, no oh no. yeah, with, the Unbreakable uh, Kimmy Schmidt. No, no, no. With, uh, with Bruce Willis. It's like a superhero one. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. And uh, so he did Signs, the alien one in 2002. Hmm. Uh, and The Village, right? Okay, so uh, with The Village, we kind of transitioned out of like the traditionally well-respected Shyamalan movies. So those, ah, I see I the say, end of the early era. Exactly. So I would say those early movies, very obvious deals, right? Like people like them. I have not seen all of them. I've seen some of them. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard not great things about the village. I don't think Unbreakable is very good, but that's fine. I, it's, it's well-respected. It's not terrible. It's not a terrible watch, but yeah. then we start to transition into the terrible movie. The people that the movies movies people do not like. There's Lady in the Water, which is a very pretentious movie about how a writer is like gonna save the world or something. It's ridiculous. It's very Wait, so it's not a horror movie. Not, not really. A, it's, like, it's kind of a thriller? thriller. It's kind of a thriller. I guess it's it's got like ghosts and stuff. Okay. It's got the titular Lady in the Water. Right. It's right. more like you gotta have her. Yeah, it feels like self-insert fan fiction in a lot of places. Um, then we got The Happening, a movie I've never seen, but is apparently very bad. Um, yeah, I feel like I've heard about this one. What is what is the plot line of this? Like, it's 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 the Mark Wahlberg one with the trees. Oh my god, the and trees! The tree, this like, is the trees one, dude. Yeah, this is the tree, exactly the classic trees one. Then we got The Last Airbender. I, he's probably done other stuff. I think possibly in between there, but didn't he do Split? He did do Split. Split is more recent. Split is more recent. Yeah, the the most recent movies of m9 Shyamalan really sound like I, they're all one word it's split yeah, exactly. glass, glass and old old yeah so we we go through like the dark period of m9 Shyamalan, right we got after earth the film with uh jaden and will smith yeah this actually so, i love that movie I'm not gonna lie really? yeah it's this awesome is, yeah okay wait i think we got a sub deal within this deal so wayne can you expand on why you like this movie um, it's really cheesy and it's really bad, but one, the visuals are great. And two, there's this, there's mm-hmm. such great, like son, like proving himself to his father. And maybe I'm just like, a sucker I, for that. I want to point out that the, 
the uh, the tagline for that movie after Earth is mm-hmm. danger is real, fear is a choice. <laughs> That's uh, I did not know that. Sounds That's like a deal great. to me. That's maybe a great some fact. toxic masculinity in After Earth, but I don't you know. know. That's that's so fun. That is an incredible tagline. But yeah. okay, so following after Earth, then we get mm-hmm. into the then then he takes a quick break, right? I I don't really hear about him for a while, right? For for two years, right? Then he makes the visit, right? The visit is a 2015 horror movie. So he does a lot of horror and thrillers, and the visit is that movie with the scary old people. Uh, it's it's the one. It's the one about grandma's rules. Yes, oh, that grandma's one is house, awesome, grandma's yeah. rules. Grandma's house, grandma's rules. That one's so oven. scary. Exactly. It's so scary, you guys. It, it's, it is. It's so scary. it's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. It's so scary. But here's I, what I, I did. I, I okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, okay. What I was gonna say. Here's what I really want to touch on. Right. Old. His most recent mm. movie. Mm. is people do not like it because it's it's regarded as kind of back to bad Shyamalan right like uh-huh. it's it's meant to be this sort of psychological thriller with this uh with this plot where this kind of like unique plot where these the small group of characters get trapped on a beach that makes them age much faster so they they become they age like you know 30 50 years in one day right and it's about the perils of getting older. Now, it is a bonkers movie. It is crazy. It sounds bonkers. It's crazy. And like, like what a setup. Not only is the setup crazy, but he milks the setup. They oh, do shit. every possible thing. Now, okay, this is gonna be a bit of a spoiler for the for the film. Yeah, spoil spoil it away. Spoil it away. Yeah, okay. So it's in this movie, a child. And another child age very fast, become teenagers, then have sex and have a child themselves within the span of like two hours. Right. So you. okay? wait. So the this aging process. Yeah. Applies to having children. Yes. So basically you can have like nine months pass within like five minutes. Right. And it's crazy because one minute you're watching these child actors, then they recast as teenagers, mm-hmm. right? Teenage actors. And then all of a sudden they're having a kid. And see, then... okay, wait, I see a problem with this. Yes. Okay. Well, There's a problem what? with the timeline. What? Like, okay. I feel like it doesn't map. Like wouldn't the kid be super fucked up? Well, yeah. So the kid dies immediately. Because of being old. Because of being old. But it doesn't actually... Oh, wow. That's the, really spooky. The reason... That is pretty spooky, actually. So the, I agree. It's spooky, right? But the reason they give in the movie is mm-hmm. that the kid, apparently, according to this movie's logic, if a, if a child spends too long away from their mom when they're uh, too young, they die immediately. And so because time moves faster, this child spent only like a minute or 30 seconds away from his mom. But he was like, that's too much. And then he died because he spent too much time away from his mom. That right? is such a strange reason to give. I feel Which, like you could have just been like the baby died because of time. Yeah. And it's, it's this like crazy, like a misunderstanding of like of science, you know, or of yeah. like, of like, of, of, of birth. And I just think it's, 
nuts. And I kind of love it. Like the, the movie is, I don't, I wouldn't even say this is like, you know, high art or whatever, but it's kind of perfect in that it takes its premise and it goes to 11 with it. And then it ends. And once it's mm-hmm. done being fucking crazy, it's like we have nothing more to say. And then it ends. And I kind of love a movie that can do that. It doesn't It doesn't really overstay its welcome. It doesn't make sense. But it doesn't really need to make sense. And I got to admit, some of the emotional beats kind of got to me. Like, there, there's one there's one moment when these this this couple who enters uh-huh. the beach as quite a young couple, they're now old and about to die. And one of them says to the other, like, what were we arguing about? And the other just says, I don't remember. And then they hug. And it's really nice. I yeah, got really that's emotional. pretty cute. But wait a minute. I mean, OK, I am I am kind of sold, Sandy. I'm not going to lie. I'm sold on okay. this movie. I would watch okay. this movie. But I have to know. Does does the movie give an explanation for why the beach is this way? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it it does. You better believe it does. So you better believe it. Does. I want. I kind of want you to tell me. I, okay. I think I want to know because I think, I mean, the thing we got to talk about with M Night Shyamalan, you know, the classic trope is the twist endings, right? You're right. Okay, so this movie doesn't really it sort of has a twist. It sort okay. of has a twist. The closest thing to a twist is the reveal that. The people at the resort, the beach resort that these people were staying at, sent their guests to the beach that makes you old on purpose because they needed wow. to test drugs. And it, it could it could speed up the the trial process to make sure their <laughs> drugs worked. Right. And wow. so we do have an antagonist huh. and it's the it's the it's, it's the big evil, pharma. It's big pharma. Exactly. 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 And it's 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 absolutely nuts it's absolutely nuts okay i'm you know as we've said before a deal has to take something from you so what 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 does this movie take from you because it can't be all gain it can't be all you know pluses here okay what does it take from look i full disclosure it's a pretty it's 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 got some pretty gross elements, I would say. It's got this very kind of cartoonish depiction of like mental illness that uh, that Vis-a-vis, all of... um, M Night Shyamalan's Split. Yes, exactly. As Where... lady of his yeah, we can also too. do. We can also talk about Split. But yeah, so look, I understand. I think that it's fair for you to say, look, it's not a deal because mm. because it's got some whack depictions of mental illness. It's got some crazy stuff it's every character is reduced to their job title for some reason they're always introducing themselves by their job title they say like oh i am and then they say their name and they say a heart surgeon and i I don't know why it's not really necessary to the movie but it keeps happening and for a lot of his his movies for his whole filmography they're all crazy premises with some kind of problematic element oftentimes that it's like, okay, this is like a dumb trope or like, okay, this is kind of a gross depiction of this thing, or this is a, a weird stereotype that you put in here for no reason. So I get it. I get it. If you're, if you don't think that, that he's much of a deal, but in my opinion, he, his movies are just so nuts and his recent movies are even more nuts. He's really been going like <laughs> to 11 in all of his recent movies. And while that often makes for a pretty bad 
movie. Like, I think Glass is terrible. Yeah, what was the premise of Glass again? Glass is like his Avengers. So it's the the superhero character from Unbreakable. Oh, yeah. The villain from from Unbreakable and the the guy from Split, like, come together. And they're, like, being held in, like, a mental institution because they're superheroes. Wait, the guy from Split is Wait, a superhero? I yeah, thought he or, just had or like, or villains. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he, because have you seen Split, Wayne? No. Okay, well, there's a bit. I, I've Split. read about it. I've read about Split. Yeah, where he like he turns into a monster, right? So like oh, one of his wow. personalities is a monster person. That's cool. Okay, and it I, like physically transforms him. I'm sorry, I'm I'm more sold on um, M Night Shyamalan movies now because I did not know that twist. Well, yeah. Split. Split is, I don't know, though. I don't know about Split. Like, I mean, again, it's a cartoonish depiction of mental health, but... Yeah. And, like, well, so isn't the premise of Split that he, like, captures or kidnaps three teenage girls and takes them to an island? I don't... It's not an island, but it, it's his house. Oh, okay. Well, it's, you know, an, a, a metaphorical island. Right, yeah. <laughs> of course. Houses are metaphorical islands. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but, I mean, we, the three of us, cannot discuss M. Night Shyamalan without discussing The Last Airbender. Yeah. Okay. Because I I think we, in the context of the deal, I think we need to actually be prepared to think about this movie. This because scam. It is a scam. That movie I don't know. I've never, like, look, I have never given it a chance, and no one else our age has ever given it a I, chance. Wayne? Because we here's saw... Here's where you're wrong, dude. I I am in the unique position that I actually did give it a chance because I saw the movie mm-hmm. before I saw the show. And mm-hmm. I saw the movie when I was a kid, like a kid kid when it first wait, when did it come out? Like 2010? Uh, it was 2010. That's a good guess. Ooh, yeah, spot on. Okay, well, I think I I was like looking through these lists or or no, no, no wait. Oh, yeah, it was 2010. Okay, so how old was I? I was like 12, all right? So I saw it when I was 12. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I there were elements of it that did I will to be honest, did capture my imagination that I saw and I was like, "Whoa, cool effect." But all in all, I remember coming away from it just being like, "Eh." It didn't like and I think that's kind of the interesting thing, like when you're younger, you don't necessarily register media as trash. You don't yeah. see something and you're like, oh, this is bad. I, I think the first movie I saw and I was like, this is bad. It was Shark Tales. Where <laughs> like just, I genuinely was wrong. like, I really just bad. didn't have fun watching that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think all I can say about The Last Airbender watching it when I was 12 without having seen the show was I feel nothing about this. Two hours of my day have passed. There were some cool effects. Right. I will not watch this movie again. It was, and there, I, I had plenty of movies that I rewatched a lot as a kid because I was like, I like these, but that was not one of them. I see. Okay. So the thing is, though, I have now watched the show years later, not as a kid, as a older person, an older kid, a, as old as as one of the people from old the movie. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the sh- the show is still just is magical like it really just has the charms that i think people have been saying it has for years and completely memorable 10 out of 10 so now seeing the show i'm like fuck this movie yeah I, this movie I, shouldn't doesn't need to exist like 
I certainly agree. I, I I think that I think in every possible way, like the whitewashing, the 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 story, the world, the set design. Yeah, and there's no twist. Exactly. There's no twist. <laughs> yeah. I I will admit I don't think that that is part of the deal. That is a very bad movie. Mm-hmm. But the deal I think is that if you take I'm not I'm not Shyamalan, you also have to take the last Airbender. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. yes, he has made some undeniably terrible movies. That being said, I think the problem with his terrible movies is that they're boring and they're flat <laughs> and they're nothing. Mm-hmm. But when he makes a movie that's crazy, mm-hmm. I will always respect him for that. Even if it's bad crazy. I, I agree still, actually. I old isn't very good. I would say it's bad crazy. <laughs> But hey, it's nuts and it's fun to watch and it's like compelling and weird and it feels like this pretty singular vision from this. I get that it's based on it's based on a um, a graphic novel, but it, it it feels like he made it his own, you know. And I respect that. So I think that when he makes a flat movie, I don't care. But when he makes a crazy movie, even if it's bad, I would say that's a deal because it's just fun to watch and it's interesting to see what this guy has to make. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. B- before we move on, because I feel like we're transitioning, mm-hmm. I, I I have to agree with you, Sandy. And I, I personally feel one of the worst things a movie can be is boring. I agree. I agree. Nothing worse than spending two hours of my time, one to two hours of my time, and being bored. Yeah, certainly. And I can say definitively, M. Night Shyamalan movies are not boring. Yeah. I mean, I think he has made boring movies in the past, but his recent slate of movies, yes, they're crazy, and no, they're not great all the time, but they're not boring. They're not boring. boring. And the the original movies, not boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Signs, pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. All right, I think that's a uh, good point to trace it to our scam, Owen. What is our scam for this week? Oh, baby, this week's scam is Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares oh shit okay Okay. the show so i I honestly don't even need a big preface for this because i feel like most people will either have seen it or know what i'm talking about but i'll give a a short introduction basically gordon ramsay acclaimed and famed and infamous uk chef um and like producer of food media on tv and elsewhere had this show called Kitchen Nightmares, which ran from 2007, which is an interesting year, to 2014. So I think that's seven seasons. Yeah, seven seasons. And um, the the idea is that Gordon Ramsay goes restaurant to restaurant and helps these failing businesses by, by yelling at them. <laughs> he helps by yelling. Yeah, he yells and then they cry and then things are better, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say no. This this show, the more I think about it, the more of a scam it is. But, well, I mean, we can start with the positive, right? Undeniably watchable. So yeah. entertaining. Yeah, sir. Yeah, l- l- let's start there. Let me get your guys' initial thoughts on Kitchen Nightmares. Look, I see like one episode in like a hotel one time. And yeah. I got to say... It is watchable, but it's one of those shows that makes me feel icky afterwards. Yeah. I watch an episode or an episode or two, and 
Like the, the, the one time I watched, I stepped away and I was like, yeah, that was fun to watch, but it's like love Island. Like you step away and you're like, ugh, I just feel gross. Like, I feel like I'm a bad person for watching that. And then even if you watch it to make fun of it and you're like, oh, haha, is it this dumb or is it this silly? Mm-hmm. You're just buying into the scam. Like it's, it's, mm. there's no difference, you know? I, I, I just think it's a show that makes me feel largely bad, and that's bad. I want a show that makes me feel largely good. Yeah. Yeah. I have also seen an episode, like a singular episode inside perhaps a hotel. Uh-huh. I don't really remember the context. And Gordon Ramsay was yelling at people, and he's very good at yelling at people. Like, um, and maybe because everyone knows who he is as this like acclaimed chef, uh-huh. He 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 was very good at like verbally sparring with these people. Like, so he was ordering like one of everything on their menu and trying it. And he ordered the uh chocolate cake. And they brought him um half of a chocolate cake. And he was like, Why is there half of a chocolate cake here? And the chef was like, Oh, we buy them pre-made and to make them go to, to stretch our budget further we cut them in half and serve them half by half and he's like well that's shitty you shouldn't do that and the guy was trying to like make excuses you know for the chocolate cake and his rubbery steak and gordon ramsay was just like punching him out you know and this guy just couldn't keep up i think the question is wayne is that fun to watch i mean people used to watch executions Good point, Wayne. <laughs> good point. I think that's actually but, that it actually is a good point. I agree. I mean, I do. Okay, I I claim at least for from my perspective, it's fun to watch. There's definitely part some aspect of it where I feel like I need to take a shower after. You know, where it's like this show's kind of gross, but something about watching it from almost like a bird's eye perspective and being like, whoa these are real people that's gordon ramsay like who is this dude what is happening is kind of fun as like a p from a people watching perspective i think yeah it's a very fun show that being said here's a here's a little fact here or let's do let's do a trivia let's do a guess what do you out of the all the restaurants that have been featured on kitchen nightmares what fraction what percent do you think are still open today God, very few. That is well, a great I, question. I mean, it's there's a range, right? Like, what do you think? Because I mean, assuming there's first, small I can tell you how many, how many restaurants have been featured. You should tell okay, us. Okay, yeah. yeah, tell us. Yeah, so, tell us. For some reason, I got a few different numbers. I think because there is something else called. There's a show that predated Kitchen Nightmares called Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmare versus just Kitchen Nightmares. I don't know. It's irrelevant. We're talking about the set. We're talking about the the one everyone knows. Okay, mm. and I and. Between 77 and 83 restaurants. We'll check my number. I think it's 77 were featured in total across seven seasons. Because it was 10, about 11 to 10 per season. So, yeah, 77. Okay. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that about. I'm going to guess that about 50% of those restaurants are still open. Okay. Okay. Um, So, assuming these are small businesses, something like half of small businesses fail in the first year. Okay. And I don't know how many, like. I don't many. I don't know how many years out. So I think consider if- Wayne, consider Wayne that a lot of these businesses. I think actually almost all of them have on the show have existed for longer than a year. Like I, I don't see. think. 
I think being seven years out, you're probably going to fail about half the time, no matter who you are. So I think like maybe a quarter of them are still. Okay. Still a like, yeah, still in service. All right. So Wayne's guess is much closer. Mm. Sorry, Sandy. Not I was 50%. afraid of that. Yeah. So I got, I got two different numbers, I think based on when you're looking, but the one I found is about 18%. Um, and then the other one I found was 22%. So let's just right. say 20. So okay. about a fifth of Kitchen Nightmares restaurants are made. Right. I I can't help but feel that the show may may not have helped them all that much. I yeah. have to agree, Sandy. Yeah, it's like Queer Eye. I, <laughs> I thought actually the exact same thing, Wayne. It's like, yeah. Okay, so for those of you who have been living under a rock who were living under a rock in like 2020. I, I don't remember when this show first came out. On Netflix, at least. The, the Netflix instantiation. You're talking about Queer Eye right now, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not talking, because there was like Kitchen Nightmares, there was Queer Eye for a straight guy. Right, yeah. That was well before our time. Um, but the new Queer Eye are these five queer men and they find someone in need of help and they like do various things to help them. Uh, maybe you guys can expand on this a little bit. Yeah, more, I mean, I, well, I, I'm going to expand on the connection here, which is that Kitchen Nightmares is kind of like Queer Eye. If you reduced those five queer men to one angry UK man and <laughs> got rid of all the categories except... Tan is British. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good point. And got rid of all the categories except for the renovation category. Yeah. And I mean, I guess there. I guess Gordon Ramsay does change the menu. That's part of what he he does. Okay, well, I, I do want to touch on this though because one of the things I was thinking about is as a from as a business owner. Let's say yeah. I own a, a restaurant. I'm not doing too well, and this is like 2009, right? Because uh. this show started in 2007. It takes place in America, mm. even though um, Gordon Ramsay is a UK chef. All of the episodes were filmed in America. And that was the housing crisis, guys. Oh my god! Oh, dude, you're about to crack this wide open. That was the 2007 to 2009 was the housing crisis. So this show starts in an economic recession, right. and Gordon Ramsay is just going door to door to these restaurants of these failing, struggling people going through one of the worst recessions in their lifetime, yelling at them and being like, "You stupid! You're an idiot!" <laughs> this this is this is a game changer. You've really unlocked. The, the the secret of kitchen nightmares but the question i had though is as a business owner why would i want to go in this show oh come on you know why why wayne tell me why because of the huge boost to business you get after being on national television no matter no. what the capacity no yeah. because here's the thing wayne if there was a kitchen nightmares restaurant in our town i would not go Oh, maybe you wouldn't go, but like would the you notoriety go? alone. I mean, I don't know if I would go. I, I wouldn't be like, oh, nice. It was on Kitchen Nightmares. I'll, I'll definitely go now. To me, it's, that is a reason not to go. I also would not go. Well, yes, but in aggregate, like it, the, the, there's no such thing as bad publicity, you know? I, I suppose that's true. But if we're purely talking people right now that we're talking to, hmm. none of us would go. No, none of us would go. And also... Publicity, yes, sure, Wayne. But what you have to consider is that the person who won off of Kitchen Nightmares publicity was Gordon Ramsay. Uh. <laughs> he won true, yeah, the big real time. 
people because people saw him and were like, oh, this guy's entertaining. Yes. And it, I, it, in a way, launched him into the like kind of media chef mogul. he is today. Media mogul. Um, yeah, with all his his other shows. I think Hell's Kitchen came after that. That's another fact I'll have to check. But I think it, see, in my opinion, right, a scam is a thing that people think is good for them, but is actually good for somebody else. Yep. I would argue that Kitchen yep. Nightmares is the very definition of a scam by that by that logic, right? Because these people go on the show thinking, oh, this will help my restaurant. Ultimately, the person that helped most was Gordon Ramsay. And yes, he was successful before that. But this is the thing that this is the thing that catapulted him to to a level of stardom that he hadn't seen before. Uh-huh. Which it very much feels like he is, well, it helps, it may help the restaurateurs somewhat. It does feel like they're getting scammed a little bit. No, it does. And here's the other thing. So the other question I had was who's getting paid, right? Because this mm. is a TV show. This is this is there's money involved. Right. So what is the transaction here? The restaurant owners involved are not paid to be on this show. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, right. they are. Here's the thing. Consider that at the end of every Kitchen Nightmares episode, the restaurant does get a full renovation. Whether or not that renovation is good is another question. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of they don't. It's usually a surprise, so that I don't think they consult the restaurant owners too much. And right. I think part of that I is think, come keep, on, they know they know their place is getting renovated. Oh, oh, of course. Well, that's nightmares. that's what I'm saying is that, that is the payment. Like you go on the show, you're not getting reimbursed literally with a check. You're getting reimbursed with um, a renovation to your restaurant. And then this publicity, which as we've Mm. discussed is kind of fake. So it's considering that, considering you go on TV to have your restaurant and you as the owner shit on to get a renovation, because I'm just going to go ahead and say the publicity you get is negative. I don't think okay. it's positive. I, it's I will say it's at the best is negative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's say it's at best neutral. I think let's say you live in a town, right? And in your town, there are five failing restaurants that no one knows about and no one goes to. Uh-huh. If your restaurant is on and maybe, and maybe there's like um, a couple fast food chains that do okay. If you go on Kitchen Nightmares, it doesn't matter that your publicity is negative. It's like just people knowing your like if if people know that your restaurant exists at all on some level they will consider it an option but sorry what i will say about this is that i'd go to pizza hut first any benefit from this is ultimately temporary it, yeah. it, it, it's so temporary so like it's so temporary any, i agree I, my our, argument is so moot it's a moot point our our producer Catherine just said to some statistics Oh, um, what 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 are the stats? So we have in the the ki- the kitchen nightmare success rates broken down by season. Season one we got ten percent. This is as of twenty twenty two. Uh huh. Um, season two we got zero percent. That means no <laughs> holy shit featured on season two of the show. And season two was two thousand eight. Dead on two thousand eight. Yeah, <laughs> that coincidence. I think not. I, I think I, fucking I think not, guys. But. In season, so for season set, the highest success rate thus uh, the, of the show was season six. Thirty eight percent of those restaurants are still in business today. So mm. across the whole lifespan of the show, the later seasons have a higher percentage 
that are still in business today, but that would always be the case since right. they're just closer in time to us. Yeah, so the longer less, out we go. Yeah, the exactly. Less. The yeah. average lifespan of a uh, of a restaurant, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, is about 4.5 years. Okay, that um, makes sense, yeah. With five or fewer employees, it's about, it's 3.75, so about Yeah, okay, years. well, so let's be clear. Owning a restaurant, running a restaurant is pretty hard. Yeah, it's, it's very Your difficult. margins are thin. Yeah. You got to really stand out. I'm just saying what I've heard other people say right now. <laughs> um, but, but that's the thing, right? This show doesn't seem to help all that much. Like, uh, yes, It doesn't. I think that's the it, point. Yeah, it might it might boost your, um, as Wade said, it might boost your sales temporarily, but ultimately it doesn't guarantee the lifespan of your restaurant is extended by any time at all. Yeah, I think it just, and I mean, yeah, yes, the later seasons are successful, but as we've said, if we go out four to five years, well, then how many will still be open? Uh, we don't know. Yeah, it, it the the later seasons do have uh, percentages that are higher than the national average, certainly. Oh, and okay, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, so significantly higher. The the last two seasons, six and seven specifically, are pretty are fairly significantly higher. It's about twenty percent, um, is the national average, yeah. I believe. Um, and the the average for season six is we're we're in the mid thirties for mm -hmm. season six and seven. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I think, um, I mean, the show did end, right? Right. Um, and I don't know. I think part of that is, I feel like it is kind of a show that can only last six seasons. Where you once you build up a certain reputation of of what your show is, I mean, even in the earlier seasons, it right. was pretty well established. You're just you know, like the market for it isn't. I don't know isn't necessarily going to be booming forever. Maybe it is. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe you'll, as long as Gordon Ramsay was, would have done it, people would have signed up. Mm -hmm. So it probably was Gordon just being like, I have other bigger things to do now. Right. Right. I'm moving on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I cannot help but feel that the people who joined Kitchen Nightmares thinking that they were going to get help, thinking that they were going to be able to maybe save their failing business. We're in for a, uh, a not great surprise at the end of the day. I think ultimately, yeah. I 100% agree it's a scam, largely for the fact that it's benefiting somebody else more than it's benefiting the restaurateurs, right? Yeah. The, it's sold to them. More. It's sold to them as a chance to save their failing business and... Mm. While it might help a bit, ultimately, Gordon Ramsay is the one who's winning in this in this scenario. So, yeah, oh, I, I would agree that it's a scam. One one last detail I wanted to point out that I forgot to mention earlier is that so there there is an instance I forget who, but one of the restaurant owners uh, took legal action against the show after for I don't know what you know um, for Gordon Ramsay yelling yelling at this dude and getting up in his stuff or whatever up in his grill as they say up in his grill, yeah um saying the food is stinky stinky no good yeah um <laughs> so but there because of the contracts you have to sign for this show you can't take legal action against it essentially because all if you would take legal action against the show because of the contract it goes to arbitration or something like that 
or not arbitration arbitration yeah yes. that sounds good yeah that no that's the word that's the word so i mean that's just another element of this game that's a is, huge scam yeah yeah the contracts you have to sign right yeah yeah all right guys i think that was a a solid scam a solid deal mm-hmm. all right Catherine, should we should we call it yeah there? Ooh, ooh, wait 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 but i want one sound bite i want one sound bite sandy and the twist is that the waiter put that fly on your soup. I like it. <laughs> I like it. There we go. All okay, right. We do need an outro though, right? Outro. What? Outro. What is our outro? Outro. Well, that was deals and scams. Outro. I'm Wayne. Outro. I'm Sandy. And I'm Owen. <laughs> Oh, we should do sponsor. We should do our sponsors. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, who's our sponsor today, though, guys? I didn't think of any any fake ads. We can think <laughs> um, of one. Do you guys that? know? You guys know your social security numbers, right? <laughs> no, I mean I have it saved. I Shouldn't know. We, mine. Wouldn't it be fun if we knew each other's social security numbers? <laughs> nah, dude. No. Nah. <laughs> what if we do? What if our? Uh... That's cute, right? Like, what if you just knew your friend's social security <laughs> numbers? <laughs> It's like knowing their address, you know? But I don't <laughs> even know your day. birthdays. <laughs> assured destruction. Usually assured destruction. Oh, Mutual yeah. Mutual assured credit card theft. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, guys, here's a sponsor we could do. Okay, do it. Um, RuneScape. Okay, do it. Yeah, do it. That's a good sponsor. A special thanks to our sponsor for today's episode, RuneScaped. RuneScape. Now, no, no, Wayne, I think you heard wrong. Not RuneScape. Runescaped. Runescapes. <laughs> I was Runescaped. about to explain. Okay, okay. Runescaped okay. is a service for your everyday gamer. You don't have time to go to the bathroom, let's be honest. That seat you're in, you're staying there for at least eight hours. And you gotta you gotta clean up down there. So what are you gonna use? Well, you could use an everyday razor, but no. Runescaped is an integrated virtual shaving device that can do anything you want it to. In the multiverse. Oh. All right. <laughs> Sick. That's kind of a confusing product, actually. I, I don't know what that does. <laughs> we can maybe... We, we, I don't know if we should use that. Yeah. Uh.